0: Hi, this is Craig Stinson, the creator of Arts Friendly. On Saturday, October 19th, 2019, we are hosting the Arts Friendly Awards. This will take place in Wilmington, North Carolina. We are giving out five categories of awards, and we have spoken with each of the five recipients and are posting the interviews on this feed. This interview is with Tony Rivenbark. Tony is receiving the award for Individual Advocate, and that is for his work on the restoration and um, really bringing the viability of Thalian Hall back to Wilmington. It's a really spectacular jewel in the city of Wilmington. The awards uh, information can be found at artsfriendly.com forward slash awards or uh, search awards once you get to our webpage. Tickets are $25 each, and they can be purchased through our store. Uh, the link is on the awards page. The um, the twenty five dollars also includes one of our arts friendly AF oval, oval stickers and annual membership to arts friendly and that includes also your name on the Wilmington, North Carolina community page. So this event that we are hosting is not a fundraiser. It is a community gathering to celebrate excellence and a place where we can meet uh, friends within the arts community across disciplines uh, here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Contact us with any questions and enjoy our conversation with Tony. Hi, this is Craig Stinson, Director of Arts Friendly. Today, I'm here with Tony Rivenbark, Tony is the Executive Director of the Thalian, uh, Thalian Hall Center for the Performing Arts here in Wilmington, North Carolina. Um, Tony is an amazing individual. He's a recipient of the uh, Advocacy Award for the Arts Friendly, um, Arts Friendly Awards this year. Um, and it's for his work with uh, really making Thalian Hall um, viable uh, and seeing it through a number of restorations as well. He's been masterful in, in making that happen. and there's something happening here every night of the week now at this point. I don't think that was the case when you when you started. Is that oh my right, gosh, no.
1: It was like a tomb here a lot yeah. of the time. Um but uh, I I came to uh, Wilmington College as a student in 66. Yeah. And between uh, from 1962 to 1967 um at the um, suggestion or, or recommendation of, of Dr. Randall, William Randall, who was the president of the school. Basically, the drama department produced uh, the shows here in in um, mm-hmm. cooperation with the Thaley Association. And the early 60s was a bad time for Wilberty because the coastline had left. So mm-hmm. it was a tough time financially, et cetera, et cetera. And, and, uh, and anyway, so... When I came, the college was actually using this theater okay. for productions, and they would do four shows a year. Right, and because uh, there was no theater at the at uh, UNCW or what is Wilmington College of that day. Sure. So uh, <clears throat> anyway, so I uh, auditioned or saw a notice uh, for an audition, and I came down. For good news, it was a musical. Mm-hmm. It's the first musical that the Thalian Association had ever done. Okay. And, um, uh, and so I came down and ended up walking into the building and sitting in the balcony watching the auditions, and then I left. I didn't plan to audition. I just thought it would be mm-hmm. interesting. And I did not know about Thalian Hall. I'd never heard of it. Mm-hmm. I'd been to Wilmington all my life, had never heard of Thalian Hall. Right. And I'm a great, great historian. But, but he would come here and do things but never knew it it was like a secret and um uh the shows were the, the, the Thalians and the college did four shows a year mm-hmm. each one ran three nights that was it yeah one weekend and uh anyway so uh, uh I came I saw this building and the the the, the carpet was a maroon that was worn the seats were green corduroy and they were beginning to go There was uh, radiators uh, heat of the walls were painted uh, gray, the trim on the proscenium was white right. and gild and pink it was all done in McMillan's color scheme and I'm sure it looked pretty probably pretty good when it was first done in 38 it was redone in 50, 52 right. in that same color scheme but it really didn't look that great, but the the bones of the structure all the decorative all that uh, plaster work and all was there intact it yeah. hasn't been changed you know so it was really extraordinarily handsome building and I noted that in my head as I looked at it I was just sort of amazed at this building even though it was in a very shabby kind of state so I came back the next night and ended up auditioning for the show mm-hmm. uh, and I was in it and so then uh, about a year and a half later the college decided that uh, Doug Sweet decided that they were never going to get a decent theater at, at Wilmington College if they continued to use downtown, and there were other issues as well. Yeah. So the college pulled back out there. And so I didn't have any idea that when I, when I uh, auditioned and was in the four or five shows that I did here, mm-hmm. that I would ever be in a, you know running the place. But, right, right. Uh, but then many years later, uh, when they started the historic Wilmington Tour, um, and mm-hmm. I was coming back every summer doing summer stock at. UNCW. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one year I decided not to go back to New York and decided to stay here for the, uh, for the year. Right. And I did, and they st- and um, they created this, this is after the well, that's actually what happened, that's before, it's after the fire. The fire was 73, I was in New York. right? And then the theater reopened in 75 under the direction of the Thalian Hall Commission, which is now called the Thalian Hall Center of Performing Arts. And they raised about Three hundred some thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and restored the theater, and uh, and I was brought in by the director of 1776 mm-hmm. uh, uh, to play um, um, Cecil Rodney, who was the is the one he's the man in Congress who was dying during the Declaration of So I came in and the show opened and it was really pretty cool. Yeah, it was great. Good. And um, so. Um, um, I did the show, and it was, uh, uh, so I, that was the first restoration, and I remember the curtain going up, and the lights did not go down. Right. For some reason, the house lights did not go down, so everybody was all dressed up in tuxedos, et cetera, and we were doing, you know, sit down, John, sit down, John, for God's sake, John, sit down, mm-hmm. and how beautiful the theater was, even though we had been rehearsing in it, mm-hmm. but when it was all lit up, it really was a magical night. Yeah and then um and then the, then after that the commission established with the chamber of commerce established the historic wilmington tour that started at Thalian hall okay and i became one of the tour guides or became the, the tour guide here two of us mm-hmm. and um so we had a slide presentation narrated by david brinkley and uh, uh wilmington was really a very quiet place this is 73 uh, i think uh no it can't be 73 I was 75, so it had to be 77. That's when the tour started. 77, okay. 77. And uh, anyway, then uh, um, uh, I did that for a bit, and then I ended up being in the Liberty Card in Kinosville, and then I went back to New York Mm -hmm. directing the Liberty Card in 77 and 78. And so I was living in New York and then coming back in the summertime.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And then in 79, I decided to stay again. Okay. in Wilmington. And then I was planning to move to Florida and look at the theater, the theater scene there. And the job became available at the Hall. Yeah. And uh, so I met with the board, and they hired me on the spot. Yeah. And that's...
0: So not something you would have expected, probably, when you are in college, that you'd...
1: Right, right. Work. You know, I mean, as a matter of fact, even they knew I had worked as a tour guide then, and they said, you know, how long would I stay since yeah. I had worked for them before? And I said, well, I would stay a year.
0: So that's what we agreed. That was forty years ago. Well, what what impressed me from our our conversation, Tony, was your um, you once you landed in that position, you immediately went to work to making this space viable. Well, and yeah, yeah, but a lot active. of it is because
1: the tour was still going on, and you would yeah. go for days, you know. Then nobody would even come in the door. Really. So it gave you a lot of time to think. You know, I mean, I was <laughs> sure. you know, I go down and play the piano, you know, yeah. around I And mean, no tourists came in. Yeah. And 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 if the Thalians weren't doing a show, which they only did four shows even in those days,
0: mm-hmm.
1: there was nothing happening um, in the building.
0: But you you you.
1: So I started reading all the files that yeah. I could find, and whatever it is, and started thinking about it. Yeah. So uh, uh, part of that, you know, um, was looking at the the fact that the building was kind of being operated as two, as two. Uh, different entities uh-huh. basically the stage was under the Thaling Association and then the house during the day anyway mm-hmm. was basically the commission the commission control the building but yeah. but the factory was controlled by one group mm-hmm. and the showroom was controlled by another gotcha. basically and and um it didn't really make sense if you were going to get other people to use the building and there were needs, there were plans to add on to improve the backstage so because only the auditorium had been restored no work was done on the stage. Right. So my thinking as I began to look at this building and listen to this building because mm-hmm. buildings talk to you. Strange ways uh, was uh, you know the the best way to is to get more people to use the building and experience the building sure. more groups to use the building if it was more important to the community then there was a better chance of finding the support needed mm-hmm. to make the building work and the only way to get it used by the community was to actually clean up the backstage right. and make it a more viable facility to use more user friendly mm-hmm. um, and. Um, uh, so so that began that process of, of operating the building as one place, that the stage was not separate. It's one yeah. room. Yeah. And uh and then uh but still, uh, you know, and then I got involved with the League of Historic American Theaters and uh and just began to realize that, mm-hmm. you know, there were other historic theaters in this country and uh Wilmington was so isolated it's sort of like we had like this the only old theater in America. Well it wasn't true at all. Right. And so I began to take advantage of learning what other people had done and started seeing it in a different kind of way.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, and then that led to uh, developing a master plan for mm-hmm. the building, mm-hmm. uh, because I kept trying to get it across to the city what was needed, particularly in terms of the fly system. The fly system had been... Um, um, The stage had been redone in the 30s and it basically crippled its use as a fly house. Gotcha. So the only thing that you could do basically were box sets. And in the 30s and 40s, that's pretty much all that the Thalians did. So it didn't matter that they didn't have a fly system.
0: Right,
1: right. Uh, But Doug sort of jerry rigged a fly system and that, Doug Swink, when the college was here. So Uh that's when musicals started being done. But it still was not very safe and very poorly. It was very difficult to yeah, do en- shows. You. Engineering probably wasn't. So it was good. just, it, well, it was, you know, it it, it was a, a brute force system. So whatever <laughs> right. weight to raise something up, you had to have people in their hands on ropes to take yeah. it up and down. Right. And the ropes, you know, it was difficult to pull the ropes and things go up evenly right. or fly in easily. And plus, if somebody let go of a rope, then something could fall on somebody. So could, it was all kinds of problems yeah, right, right. with it. And it was difficult to get the city to understand the importance of this. And, uh, I mean, I even had a friend of mine came and worked and designed a fly system and had a fat book with little bolts, even, down to the bolts of what it would take to put it in. But it was only with the master plan. And then I was uh, attending a conference in in Milwaukee, Mm -hmm. and a man named Ian McIntosh with Theater Projects in London was there. And he questioned some aspect of the restoration. I admired that. Yeah. Uh, because I saw the same thing he saw, and I knew that whatever I was seeing, the date they were claiming that this was put in didn't make sense. Right, right. So um, Ian uh, became totally enthralled with Alien Hall, uh-huh. and so uh, then along with the Boney Architect firm, we basically, funded by the Junior League, we, we created a master plan. Mm-hmm. And it was the attraction of the building <clears throat> itself to work on that, that Ian was able to do it, and do it at A third of what it would ordinarily cost to do a master plan. And then that was presented to the city in 1983 on the occasion of the 125th anniversary.
0: Gotcha. And
1: we combined it all together so that we could create a big fuss, in a sense, that would make the master plan more important. Okay. And uh, one of the. Board members was John Fullerton, who was publisher of the Wilmington Star News, and okay. he had the North Carolina Press Association meet here, and mm-hmm. so he wanted to say, "Well, what can we do at Thalian Hall?" So okay. I organized a production of Box and Cox, which was done in 1858, here. Right, right, and it's a 45-minute comedy, which I've done many times, and so all of the publishers and editors of the every state newspaper came to Thalian Hall and saw this. Mm -hmm. Very funny little show. Mm -hmm. So when we got ready to do the 125th anniversary show, written by Randolph Umberger and Ben Keaton from Chapel Hill, Mm -hmm. about a theater on the eve of its destruction, um, uh, then it was covered. Yeah. All over the state, this this hundred twenty fifth anniversary, my every daily newspaper did mm-hmm. a full page spread on this. So all of a sudden, yep. things all was important to everybody across the state in yep. a way that it had not been before. And you, you, and then that was the platform, that stage led of us yeah. presenting the report to the city. Yeah. And essentially saying, you know, here's our recommendations well, for the future. And it worked. It worked beautifully. Really, yeah. And then really that led to the bond issue in nineteen eighty four. Okay. And the and the and the Thalian Hall helped sell the bond issue because yeah. it was a series of issues. And uh, the community at, a, at if if what what issue was helping your neighborhood, that was fine. But if you wasn't helping your neighbor, you might not go out and vote for it. <laughs> right. But Thalian Hall went across the board. So yeah. so it got it drove people to the polls. Right. And the, all the issues passed. $25 million bond issue. And mm-hmm. um, five different parts. Street, sewage, something, something. Uh-huh. And Thalian Hall. Wow. So it worked really for the benefit of the city because the other issues passed as well. And it worked for Thalian Hall. Yeah, So that was great. And that really led to the renovation of 1990 and the expansion mm-hmm. and created the building essentially that we have today. Yeah. Uh, with the uh, you know, which is, and it uh, as it turned out, we did not use Ian McIntosh as the theater consultant. We used a different one, oh, yeah. which Ian has never forgiven me. For <laughs> to this day, I run into him every once in a while. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And um, but we ended up hiring a different theater consultant and right. a different set of architects, and we used a local architect as well as an outside architect. Okay. And uh, Ligan Flynn, but basically designed this concept, yeah. and it is what is amazing about it is you almost can't stump it you the, this building has yes. so many of the ability to do so many things and events in in mm-hmm. here. um and also it's designed visually to work together right. so the city hall and the thalia hall visually you know, separate in terms of yeah. colors so all of the stuff has been great yeah and then the t- and then the 2010 was actually coming in and addressing the auditorium itself, which had been restored in 75. Okay. The 90 project was not so much about the auditorium. It was about the fly system yeah, and some changes, but the, the restoration of 75 was pretty much intact. Yeah. The 2010 was removing the platforms, which were tripping hazards, uh-huh. creating better sight lines, more aisle space, new yeah. theater seats, and repainting the whole auditorium, Yeah. and then upgrading the sound and light. Basically, historic theaters need um, updating about every ten years. Oh, right. And if you look historically at this building, they've been—you know—I was looking at it this morning—over a dozen over the course of its 160-year period, yeah. Yeah. over a dozen times that. That, mm-hmm. the, that the building has has had significant
0: well, it's, changes. It's, to it. it's, it's, I mean, it's historic, but you've got to keep up with the technologies. Got oh, to absolutely. Uh, there's,
1: the, there's nothing more deadly than the theater museum. <laughs> yeah, it's right. This is dead.
0: Yeah, and uh, so the the more the
1: more viable the facility, and the more. Uh, the more technology you put into it, yeah. in a way, is the easier it is to do high-quality productions. Therefore, you can yeah. compete. And that's even more important now that we have the Wilson Center, and we've got these mm-hmm. uh, wonderful uh, touring shows here. Right. Uh, you know, and, and so the local theater has to up its game as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. it's, it's not going to be the same. It's different, and they're different audiences, but still... Uh, when people start to see, you know, uh, uh, quality work on the stage too, that means that means the local productions have to also yeah. um, uh, do 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 better better work. Yeah. So it's a you know it's an interesting thing how you know improved quality helps improve quality all around.
0: Yeah, it sets expectations, and you, we, I, um, I, I, I you know, Thalian Hall has been lucky to have you. It's been a great. Um, You've done great work here and um am I missing anything? Well, I don't know, <laughs> you know,
1: I think, you know, that you people say that, but also uh-huh. it because of the whole thing, I was able to learn on the job Yeah, and right. to really, you know, and Tate Hall is an incredible asset. I mean, it just, yeah. you know, it was it was beautiful before I touched it. Yeah. I didn't build it. Right. So, you know, there's a lot to work with here yeah. and it's history, its history you know, I've been asked and offered opportunities of going to other theaters but what theater has, has a greater history is more fascinating yeah right and uh you know and and i continue to learn about it i mean i've not, not gotten anywhere near writing
0: uh-huh. down
1: what all needs to be written uh, and also the archives collection and now we're looking at some uh-huh. improvements to the building and some other things that need to be because the times they continue to change that's right right and uh, theaters have to. In New York City, the Palace Theater is getting ready to be lifted two floors above the street with new lobbies and entrances. Wow, no kidding. You know, uh, these Broadway theaters, they're all going through that sort of thing. Yeah. They've been, almost all of them have been redone in the last 10, 15 years. But yeah. now there's a new level of going on yeah. because people's expectations.
0: Well, I... So, I, I that, you know anybody that comes to Wilmington needs to see. They the do, they, they do. It's experience. you
1: know I was thinking about it too that that if Thalian Hall was not a part of this building and just the city hall uh-huh. park, it would be an important and significant building as a city hall yeah. in the United States. It's considered to be one of the finest examples of a municipal building from the mid nineteenth century mm-hmm. in the United States. Yeah. If the city hall did not exist and just Thalian Hall existed by itself. Mm-hmm. It would be just as important as a significant historic theater, one of the most mm-hmm. significant theaters in the United States, with mm-hmm. an extraordinary history. Yeah. But combined, they make it sort of like a double, <laughs> right. you know, uh, hit. Yeah. Uh, these, it's it's a very important building. Yeah. Uh, and it is recognized all across the country by people who are who are in the know of this. Yeah. And. Um, uh, and that that's you know it's a great it's a great privilege to be a part of that so yeah uh, and I think everybody that has, has worked here or ever worked here or involved with anything in here mm-hmm. all in some ways they you know they 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 catch the the vibe of <laughs> whatever it is uh yeah. you know and become very um uh, attached yeah uh, to to this building and doing things in this building yeah it's very performer. Friendly. Yeah. I remember when we reopened in 1990, and uh, the Charlotte Shakespeare, I think it was, and the, one of the actors walked on the stage and saw the, the theater. You know, it was just before, you know, just had reopened. And she said, oh, I want to have this theater's baby. <laughs> I thought that was just a wonderful, she was falling in love with the theater. You uh-huh. know. But everybody, that's one reason that uh, it's easy, you know, uh, it yeah. has an effect on the artists that we bring in, yeah. because we have a reputation. As being a, not only a beautiful place, but a very you know wonderful place for artists to perform. You can't make a lot of money with us, mm-hmm. so they understand that the booking people. They got we you gotta give a little. You you know you gotta get it at a discount. We can't mm-hmm. pay full price not with well, with the limited number of seats. Uh-huh. But it is an extraordinary facility. It's, it's real a real privilege great, to be. It's a able privilege able to be a part of it. Yeah. And it's a privilege for for the community, and uh, you know yeah. it's 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 great. It's yeah. a wonderful thing. That's
0: really cool. So I'm when it, when we post this, I'll put in the description. It's held up find the location and uh, y'all are doing tours now and so how people can get engaged. So. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah,
1: we're really expanding the tour program. This has been something we are working on and I'm working all that stuff you see out there. We are yeah. finally uh, going back and working on trying to get the archives together. Yeah, that's great. And uh, so I'm catching up on 20 years of clippings. That <laughs> <have happened laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, and also I'm meeting with the city tomorrow about, um, you know, we're talking about the things that had to be done there. Yeah. The city's point of view, it, the, heat, the heating and air system is mm-hmm. going to be replaced. It's um, was put in in nineteen ninety. Yeah. So look at that. That's so. beyond its. Oh, it's but be, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so you you blast, got to go back right. and you got to reinvest. Yeah, that's right. And and physically, it is an incredible asset yeah. for the city of yeah. Wilmington to own, and they do own it. So yeah. therefore, it's owned by the citizens, by the public. <laughs> that's great. So, so I don't know what you know. You can cut this wherever you're cutting it. You know whatever. But no, no, no. So we're good. I I appreciate I, I, your time. You know, I, I I never know uh, when you start on this, and I'm always afraid of what what uh, side routes I might take.
0: <laughs> no, right? you're I'm good. I perfect. I appreciate it. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, we'll we'll go ahead and wrap it, and then good. I'm gonna I want to keep the line of communication open. Maybe visit again. Oh, I'd love to. After you yeah, get through yeah. the archives and stuff, yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, I think you're gonna. It's 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 such an asset to the community, and you've done a great job, and yeah. I appreciate all the documentation and everything you all kept on it as well. I mean, it, was a couple, it was a couple taking a
1: tour downstairs yeah. I was coming in, and Melissa was there. She had evidently we couldn't, our, our volunteer tour guides weren't available. Uh-huh. And uh, so she was, you know, and uh, she said, do you have anything to say? And they were looking at the picture <laughs> of the light infantry. Yeah. And I spent about 15 minutes talking about that one picture and yeah, how right. many things it says about the building. Yeah. Uh, That's cool. And that's the whole thing. And I'm planning to do a tour sometime this year that basically take a group, and I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to ask people to point Uh to any any place you want, and I will tell you something about that spot. (laughs)
0: That's great.
1: So we'll see.
0: I want to know when that happens. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay. All right, Tony. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. We look forward to seeing you at the Arts Friendly Awards on October 19th, 2019 in Wilmington, North Carolina. Details are at artsfriendly.com forward slash awards. You'll find information on the recipients and also a link to purchase tickets. Thanks.